Happy Monday, beautiful people. Happy 722 day. It's July 22nd. Woo! Just moving through tropical cancer season and into the Leo, the fiery, hot, raging summer sun. Happy Monday, family. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to Conversations with Friends. This is Lanita. No friend on the line today. Uh, I just, I'm needing some time to get a lot of other things worked out. We had a birthday this week, a couple birthdays this week actually, celebrating another one today. Um, and producing a lot of content for uh, multiple other brands and getting just a strong calendar down. So we'll have some friends back on the show soon. Uh, a couple really cool interviews I have lined up. But um, until then, I'm just tuning back in with you guys today just for a few minutes. Uh, I could not let 722 pass without tuning in and sharing some of my voice and my energy and my love for these numbers and these energies that are, uh, that are today. So happy Monday. Thanks for hanging out with me for just a few minutes. Um, so I am a numbers person. As you all know, we have done a show here on, uh, well, it was actually Aligned with Plants, Aligned with Health, all about numbers. And I'd like to bring that conversation back and get in more um, of my friends' conversations about that. I think that that's what's going to happen with this show is that it's going to end up going to be more reflective of my deeper spiritual experience, which Aligned with Plants, Aligned with Health really was. Um, Conversations with Friends has manifested and uh, evolved into highlighting friends and their work. Um, but honestly, this was an amazing platform for me to share and grow and develop my own um, ideas. And when I go back and I look back, I'm actually transcribing the old podcasts into a book. And when I listen to what I was talking about in the beginning of the show a few years ago, I realized that this was a therapeutic outlet for me. And uh, I have not used it as such for, uh, for a while, almost coming up on a year now. Conversations with friends will almost be a year old, I'm pretty sure, in August. Um, so I am I'm ready to balance that back out and to bring more of my voice and more of what I see and my perspective to the show and um, use the conversations to discuss uh, just more than just what friends are doing and highlighting what they're doing, but also discussing their spiritual truths and uh, having different topics and conversations versus just type of bio and breakdowns, which I really love doing that. And I've had some really awesome folks on the show. Thank you all for uh, sharing your time and energy. And I'm definitely going to be bringing more. Um, today, though, is July 22nd. Um, it's interesting for me. I'm, I'm kind of one of those people that a lot of people would call conspiracy theorists, especially if you really sit and talk to me. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I see things differently than many of my, uh, my reflections. Um, and then many of them see things very similarly to how I do. Um, it's something very powerful about this. And especially when we look at the calendar, you know, today's July 22nd. And those of us who are you know, more aware of wider truths and perspectives than others, which there are large gradients in that. Those of us who are more aware might talk about the calendar being changed over the years and over the eons and how we can't really define the day and how a calendar means nothing. And even what is a year, you know, like what is a year? Is there any real truth to years? And that conversation can get deep. 
though what I have come to see myself, and it has mostly, I think most of my clarity, most of my clarity, I won't even say I think, most of my clarity has developed through my very conscious and unconscious bond, developing bond with the earth. For me, the earth herself provides all of the vibrations that make the most sense to me. And, um, and I imagine that the sky and the earth together, I guess it's not just the earth, it's this entire ecosystem that's working together, which the earth, although is, is just this physical body that we're standing on to most of us, to me the earth is the entire system. So I really am speaking of the heavens and, uh, and the earth itself, though. Uh, our earth and this womb that we live within provides the frequencies that make the most sense to me. And they are continuing to help me understand the world that I live in, myself, my soul, my spirit, my energy, frequency, my pattern, uh, my relationships, all of it. And when I look at something like today, 722, uh, I realize that no, the calendar is not a concrete creation of the earth. The earth did not create July and uh make there be the amount of days and the holidays and make this month be what it is. That was a human creation. Uh, the, the thing is, is that it's based on many, many years and experiences of humans themselves going through the seasons. And it's the seasons that really mean a lot here on Earth. It is the cyclical pattern and the cyclical nature of our ecosystem that means a lot and that signifies changes and evolutions and death and rebirth and it really signifies the human soul. The human soul, the human experience is linked into the actual seasonal shifts of our earth womb and that really is important and that is what our calendars of all times have more or less been based around and sure certain civilizations that are you know, uh, simply to say running things at a certain time or who have flexed their power in, in certain ways to have control over large masses of land. Uh, and even those civilizations whose time has come, right? Because the darkness and the light, these things shift back and forth. So Yes, we have what we, I think many people call a Gregorian calendar now. And yes, that was created by a particular set of people with a particular message and perspective to share. And that does not mean that it is necessarily truth. Though it is aligned with the truth of our seasons and of the frequency of what the seasons and what the evolution of time you know, in our days, the moving of the sun and the moving, you know, of, uh, well, moving of the sun in and out. Because the moon ain't, the moon is in our sky always. <laughs> As you know, you see the, the daylight moon um, many times throughout the month. But the shifting of the sun brings the light and then allows for the darkness. And these things are aligned with the calendar, whether we want to give those, you know, give that past civilization credit or not. So it's all about energy and it's all about frequency and it's, it's humans, some of us, and I think that in, you know, thousands of years past, many more of us, we're really good at deciphering a lot of different types of frequencies. It makes me sad when I hear men kind of bash other men or have issues with a man being sensitive and taking it just as some type of weakness. In reality, sensitivities for me 
reflect the ability of the human to sense frequency waves and learn to decipher them. My son, who we just celebrated his birthday last week, a cancer son, tropical cancer, born in the peak of summer. My sweet son has been, has had a heightened uh, ability to sensitivity since his birth. And really I could even go since conception in his womb, in my womb. Uh, but this little boy has the ability to feel things and to feel things that no one else, that people can't even see. I remember at four months old, him feeling wind and even the air from my sneeze, he felt it and it caused his sensory system to react because such a simple exchange of energy from the inside of my body to the outside of my body as a sneeze, my son was able to feel it and it actually uh, made his system kind of go into overdrive. He got stressed out about it. It created anxiety for him because his brain had yet to catch up to his sensory system. So I have a highly sensitive son and I know it because I was a highly sensitive child and I'm still a highly sensitive woman. And I can remember as a child being sensitive to things that I would look around and no one else even realized what, what was happening. <laughs> you know, uh, anger or happiness or joy or sadness. I could always feel when those things were being felt around me. Well, I have continued to learn how to feel the things that are happening around me. And when it comes to these vibrations, it seems like, you know, I don't know if the numbers have always been steady. I don't know if the, the amount of sensitive people have, has always been steady. There are certain elements and people that are aligned with certain elements and born at certain times of the year or the seasons that tend to have a stronger sense, uh, you know, stronger senses. So I would imagine it's always been that way. Though I also can see a time when we didn't have so much media, especially television, where we didn't have children being raised in boxes with strangers uh, being taught what is truth and what is not truth. And we didn't have all of the structures of society that we have now that mold and craft people into what society needs them to be in order for it to survive. I can just see more humans having the ability to sense more frequency. Uh, you know, the rainbow, as we've talked about, exists. And we can't understand that it's there regardless if we can see it or not. Though that's all frequency. And July 22nd has an energy. It has a frequency that I personally am tuned to and I can hear and I can feel and I can decipher. And many people can. <laughs> um, because the energy of 22 and 7 together, um, not perfectly, but equal pi. So 22 divided by 7 equals 3.14, blah, 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 whatever that super long infinite number of pi is. That's what 22 divided by 7 equals. Well, not exactly. I guess there's no number that exactly equals pi. Uh, deep mathematicians say that, no, 22 divided by 7 is not equal pi, and nothing equals pi. It is one of those magical, unattainable numbers of creation. But 22 divided by 7 gets pretty damn close. And when we look at that number deeper, 2 plus 2 equals 4. And so 7 plus 4 equals 11. So the energy of 22 divided by 7 is 11. And 11 has been a number that has 
that speaks to me and seemingly has spoken to many people is considered to be a master number, the first master number, two ones back to back. Now we know from this show and from my perspective that I see 11 as representing the energy of side by side, of humans, plants, trees, frequencies, colors, sound, existing side by side together. And the truth in that, that that's existence, is that there is no me without you, that it takes one and one in order to begin to go into the higher numbers outside of zero to nine, really, or one to nine. So many different levels, we could talk about all the numbers and they all have significance and they're all important and they all have a vibration to decipher. But today is July 22nd. And so we talk about these numbers. Um, Biblically speaking, and I'm not like a Bible expert or even fan necessarily, I don't even say I'm a fan of the Bible, but when we look to these old stories of human experience, we recognize that people have been using these numbers and these frequencies to express the way humanity has grown, changed, evolved for millennia. Jesus is associated to the number of 22, to the master of number of 22, and to the master number 33 as well. Um, he died at 33, and so at 33, he reached a particular frequency where he was able to be freed from the you know, lower realms, or I don't even know exactly why, they, you know, why that's been associated to him. I have a bunch of ideas, and I could speak about it, but 33 is also another master number. It's 11 times 3, so there's a, a different higher frequency of 33, and really a frequency of release at 33. 22 is the master builder number. So 22 is the number of here, of not being released, in between 11 and 33, in between recognizing we have to stand side by side, and in that we are able to be free from, you know, particular constraints of society and of the body and of the mind, and we can experience true freedom on a spiritual realm. 22 is the master builder number, and that number exists in a... In a, you know, in a something of its own, um, it's also rep- it's also connected to Jesus, and especially to Jesus bef- in his twenties <laughs> before he reached thirty three and was um, reborn. Twenty two is also well. I'm sorry. So Jesus, we know the story of Jesus with Mary Magdalene, and that Mary was, from what I know. Um, a spiritual leader for Jesus and actually helped Jesus recognize that he could reach the inner, the energy and the freedom of 33. And as many stories, when we get into the depths of stories, we recognize that there's always been a strong woman role along the side of a strong masculine role and that the two have always worked together, supporting and guiding and nourishing each other. And so Jesus is not different. And there's a new Mary Magdalene movie I've got to check out to just see more about what the culture wants me to believe about this. But what I recognize is that repeatedly, 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 22 divided by 7 equals some type of strong creative energy that spiritually and historically we want to tell a story 
that if you can align with these types of vibrations, if you can learn to decipher the vibrations of 7 and 11 and 22 and 33 and 6 and 9 and really of our entire spectrum of life, if you can learn to decipher the frequencies, if you can learn to use your sensory system, um, period, actually, you know, because even to touch, taste, smell, see, even those things, you need to learn how to use those. Like my son had to learn how to not be sensitive to sneezing. When I was holding him and would sneeze near him or over him, uh, he would actually be able to feel the sneeze itself, the energy, the force coming from my nose or my mouth. And it would make him cry and make his fight or flight sensory system react and make him jump or startle. Because his sensory system is so is so on point. It's so sensitive, literally like a sense, you know, like a, uh, like a mechanism that can, that is very, the light, lightest touch can make it go off. You know, when we tune into our sensory system, well, when we even first realize that that's what it actually is, um, and then we tune into it and we learn to work with it and we learn to decipher all the itty bitty minor, um, you know, uh, ticklers and things that can make sensory systems go off when we learn how to, that it is what we have, it is what we are. And then we learn how to use it and decipher and, um, understand, you know, when I say decipher, I mean to understand, to comprehend the many different frequency waves and languages of frequency that we have around us. Um, we recognize, (laughs) Uh, that they are all around us and we become truer and more peaceful beings allowing both the light and the dark to be real and to exist. It's the, you know, the oldest traditions, the oldest cultures, the oldest awareness on our earth. It's what they know. It's what they teach. It's why all of the stories end up being pretty much the same or at least very similar Um, And it's why so many of us say that there is a God or why so many of us can accept and believe in Jesus or whatever that we all can, because these are frequency, energy frequency waves that we are tuning into, that we have learned how to sense and to understand and decipher and comprehend. And it is a universal experience that so many of us throughout the ages of time, because the human being is a sensory system, walking sensory sensory system created to just explore (laughs) and create, uh, you know, express, uh, what do I want to say, to respond to that which we sense. And it's really the most beautiful thing that we're a part of. And today is 722. And for me, it's a super powerful day. It's really mind-blowing the more humans that I meet that birthdays are either 1122, 722, 522, 922, um, 7, 7, 11, 11. The 11, 11s are out of control. The 1122s are out of control. Um, the amount of people that I continue to recognize as in tune with me and as me being in tune with them, the amount of people that I continue to see uh, very clearly, there's something, there's something different about you. There's something about you that connects and communicates and makes sense to me and other people don't have it. And it's because like the rainbow, like we've talked about before, each one of us is a particular color that represents a particular frequency pattern, you know, our, our footprint, our blueprint of who we are, 
Um, shout out actually, uh, Angela, happy birthday, Angela It's 722. It's your birthday. And, uh, she does Reiki blueprint, uh, mapping. So that blueprint just connected that for me there. Um, but it's who we are. We're here for a very particular set of, you know, of experiences and there is a range. And I do believe that choice is somewhere within that or some, some, you know, illusion of choice is somewhere within that. But you are here to be your red self, whatever hue of your particular red, orange, yellow, green, blue, or purple self, or whatever color it is that you represent, or whatever frequency that your magnificent, complex, dynamic being has come together to be, that's who you be, and that's who I be, uh, for me at least. (laughs) This is how I see it. And um, today is one of those days that I really honor that, and that I really sit deep in the truth of who I am, and of the energies that are around me, and of the messages that the universe continue to send to me to make sure that I am interacting with and along the right path that I am intended to be, the one that is going to make me, my vibration, feel um, the most at peace. So I had to just get some of this energy out today. It was a beautiful long weekend of celebrations that continue on today. It's the middle of summer out here. We're enjoying the long days and the hot weather and the freedom to be in tank tops and shorts and flip-flops 24-7. I'm loving it. Uh, Continuing to build aligned uh, aligned marketing and creating you know, more and more opportunities for me to find those humans that I align with. Uh, I'm really a person that loves to create something new. Uh, I love projects. And so I'll always be creating new projects. And what's so special about it for me is that that's how I grow and how I become. I would be, I, I can't be in one stagnant situation. It just doesn't work for me. I'm the type of sensory system that moves around and is always experiencing something new and always gaining new insight uh, so that I have a, a better message to share or a more um, nourishing or valuable message to share, uh, because that's what I'm here to do. I'm a storyteller and it's beautiful to be coming to the realization of it. So I'm telling a little bit of a story today about 722 and the power of numbers, the power of frequency, the power of our existence. Um, I know, I know people, I I was raised in a home with, with a woman who didn't have a lot of faith or belief in anything beyond that, which she could see. And, you know, that's my mother and I love her infinitely and forever. And I honor her perspective because it, it produced my perspective. So I do not discount her perspective though. Growing from that perspective, what I've been able to see is that I barely, I don't see anything really. <laughs> my vision is so skewed and is so dependent upon uh, the environment in which I'm in at that time. And that environment can change in a moment and does and will. And so to tune more into myself and not be so influenced by the stories of, of the world, of the ancient traditions, that's what, that was really what my mother struggled with, is that she was more so captured in the information and of what people say about, you know, what, the, what society and the culture says about, um, about what we feel, about this universal experience, about God. And she knew it wasn't right. She knew that story wasn't right. So she couldn't accept it. She couldn't retell it. Um, The thing is, is that when you allow those stories to just be what they are, just like everyone's story, and you respect and honor each individual story as what it is, a story, and you learn your story, and you turn into your story, and you figure out what your story says, like frequency-wise, like, you know, that's why all of these different... um, 
studies are so important to get into numerology and all of the different zodiacs and all of the different cultures, ancient um, frequency deciphering systems. Learn as many as you can because you will continue to learn ancient practicing and you know ancient um, ongoing practicing of what certain frequencies of the deaf. Wow. That's what it is. It, Oh my goodness. And actually, wow. <laughs> okay. So I really know I got to write a dictionary before I go, but this is, is, this is it. This is a whole new dictionary. It's the dictionary of frequency. It's a dictionary that allows us to understand the frequency. That's what the Zodiac is. That's what numerology is. That's what 722 is. That's what geometry is. That's what everything is. It's the frequency. It's a dictionary of frequency. And so that's what we got to learn to read. Oh, shoot. Okay. That's the project. <laughs> Anyways, family, um, I love you guys deeply. We'll be back with some interviews soon. I might do a couple more weeks of just me, though, uh, as I balance out a lot of other projects and create a new calendar that works out um, with all of them. But uh, we'll have friends on the show soon. I'm always having new explorations and discoveries to share. So until the next time, peace, family.